0: Welcome to expert Couch potatoes hosted by 3 sports fanatics discussing everything sports and for the love of the game fellas it was a good good week of semi-finals games that we had there we went to one shit ass game on the saturday but uh, it was a pretty good game on friday how was how was your weekend you boys
1: it was good i was yeah i was at the Collingwood Fremantle game thought I would do something better but they were quite poor all day which is a bit boring but um, don't mind just heading to the footy, having a few drinks. It's it's a good night anyway.
2: Yeah, I was the same. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm up and about. <laughs> Surprised we made a prelim, to be honest. Coming from 17th to this far, it was really good. And it was great to see Ashtray's face after we won. He's <laughs> absolutely distraught. Um,
0: he did send me a, to, a
2: message. <laughs> one step closer to the 16th flag, so it's hurting. Yeah. <laughs> he sent me a message on Saturday and he's like, I'm so jealous that you guys are winning five. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt for him, bro. I felt for him. So it was, yeah, it, was my
1: pretty... <laughs> it was a heartfelt message.
2: It was. I could see like the emotion behind it. But um, yeah, I was I'm pretty up and about actually right now. How about you,
0: Shit? Yeah, I mean, I didn't have a fun time as well. Um, sat around a bunch of Collingwood fans, which was a bit dismal, who were up and about, even though you were 30, 40 points ahead. Um, and used every excuse in the book to blame the umpires whenever <laughs> anything went. Not your way. Uh, typical, I won't name names, but... Typical Nuffy, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm surrounded by a bit of them, I reckon. Yeah, just yeah, calling ball, right. like, every... Like, <laughs> the first time someone gets a ball for the freeo, they you have to you yeah. long as well. The whole crowd just goes, ball!
2: Anyway, you can actually this. coerce umpires. There's scientific proof that umpires will be coerced. You might I'm be sure. that smart.
0: I'm not sure all the yeah. Clunger fans are that smart, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, saying a lot there. But nah, yeah. It's good. That I mean, Friday Friday night's game was actually pretty good. I watched it, um, yeah, watching the telly, and good comeback. So I rated that game. That was pretty good, and Brisbane Brisbane finally pulling up and uh, breaking all the hoodoo's. So not too bad.
1: That's that's crazy. I I think last week was we said it was probably the best finals week in a while, and I, the AFL released an article where they said this is the tightest finals series in 22 years, which is crazy. Like. Average winning margin of only twelve goal or twelve points. So, um, yeah, I think the stats back up the fact that this is a, a really good final series, and, and we're getting getting to probably the best games of the series yet with sure. um, yeah what the the prelims this weekend. So excited for what that holds. Um, but maybe to to recap where we were last week in terms of tips. Wow. <laughs> Back on expert it, tipping yeah, expert tipping, that's right. Um, we were all sitting on two points. There's been uh, what eight games, no, six games so far. Yeah, six. Um, in the first two weeks, and we've only got two rides. So, <laughs> I don't know what kind of experts we are. We're quite poor,
0: <laughs> if anything. I think, I think that holds a testament to how good the finals have
1: Yeah, it's so, just, yeah, the people that punt on head to head. Uh, games it just blows my mind. Like, footy is so unpredictable, it's such a waste of money, you know. Like, like unless That's it's like a dollar five, then yeah, nothing's really guaranteed in footy.
0: We do and unders, like, uh, Mr. <laughs> yeah,
1: we yeah, should actually get up our
2: own little punting um segment going on for other <laughs> wannabe punters out there.
1: <laughs> It'll be quite yeah. profitable. Well, we're a few
0: responsible gamblers here, I reckon. So, best, best, best risk multis.
1: averse, yeah. Nick's <laughs> Nick's is best multi. So we'll call it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the over and unders of the disposers. Yeah. Always losing every week, But
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not liable for any advice here. Yeah. <laughs> gamble responsible. <laughs> have, track yeah, gamble <laughs> responsible. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Um but yeah, a good game on Friday night last week. Melbourne v. Brizzy. Uh I thought Melbourne would, would have the easy dubs, but they have gone out in straight sets they pulled a geelong which is crazy so um it's there we go.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's yeah it was it's cra- good to see brizzy up um they'd won what, one of six uh, one of yeah one of six going into this final series and they won two back to back so who knows they could pull a western bulldogs and go all the way um to win the flag in 2022 so unpredictability of foot is great um when i was Watching this game, the build-up. Joe Danaher was laid out, so I was like, "Yeah, surely right off." Um, with Omac out last week and Dan McStay having to play in the ruck, and then Joe Danaher going out and putting a huge burden on Harris Andrews. sorry, not Harris Andrews, bloody. Um,
0: <laughs> um Eric Kippur. Uh, yeah. yeah,
1: and I, I, I thought, yeah, no chance that they that they'd get the dub, but um, they pulled out something special and and got there in the end. What, what do you think happened in the game? Why Why did Brizzy get that dub?
2: Eric Kierpoor made a huge impact. Yeah. Um, as you mentioned, a lot of the burden was on him because Joey Danaher was out. Mm. Uh, he stood up. I think he kicked two goals in the third mm. and kicked three or four goals altogether. All and he's having a great final series. I think he's kicked seven goals in the past two weeks, which is really good. Good to see him finally coming of age. And we might see, like, a really good future from him. He could be the next really big key forward. Apart from him, I think there were two other major contributors. I think Neil had, like, a cracking game, as he normally does during finals, and um, Jared Berry as well. Jared Ber- Berry actually nullified Oliver completely. So that was that was great. I think that was probably the difference maker because Oliver started really strong. Um, yeah, what do you guys think about Oliver's performance and? Barry's performance as well.
0: I think, um, yeah, Barry played a really good role. Just, just wanted to quickly touch on Lucky Niarima. I, I think it was the third quarter or the fourth quarter when um, I think there was Oliver Petraka and it was like a contested ball on the wing, and um, I think although they were all fighting for the ball, Neil just ran through, pretty much like dove over the ball and like he was pretty much on on his back and somehow got a handball away. I'm not sure if you boys remember oh, that, but I remember watching oh, yeah. that live and I was like. Yeah, I was proper gobsmacked. I was like, yeah. that, that is insane. And yet Oliver Petrarca, Harms, like pretty much the whole middle midfield uh, right around him when he did that. And I was like, damn, that's that's special. And he got it to Barry. And I'm pretty sure they kicked the goal. But I think Charlie Cameron kicked that goal and that kind of sealed um, that game. So mm-hmm. yeah, like he's been, I think he was like probably the difference maker. And I don't know why they took Brayshaw off him and put Sparrow on him. Um, I think they were trying to release Brayshaw to give them a bit more run. But I think it backfired. And I think alternatively, Barry going to Oliver just kind of shut him down. Because Oliver only had 21 touches, I think. And he's like a ball winner, like usually gets 30 touches. So that was, I think, a big difference. Uh, Neil, obviously, was a big difference. And then, um, yeah, Cameron Hipwood stepping up was probably the other one, other big factor as well.
1: Yeah. No, like after the first quarter, I thought it was going to be an 80-point blowout. Yeah. Melbourne to take the dubs, but they just pulled it back and, the pressure in the second half from Brisbane was was crazy. Um, apparently it was their highest uh, pressure rating in a half since two thousand twenty. So it's yeah, it just goes to show how yeah, how, what level they went to to win that game. Um, yeah, I think we haven't mentioned Charlie Cameron that much either. He kicked three uh, as to go with Eric Kipwood's four. So that definitely helped. I think the week before Cameron went a bit missing, so it was good to see him um, back in in the spotlight. Um, yeah, but Barry, uh, I think he kept Oliver at 21 touches,
0: and he had pipe, m- more touches himself as well, which is yeah, a, which 20, is yeah. A
2: big he had 20 and a half, I think. And then he restricted Oliver to eight and a half, absolutely, yeah, insane. Yeah, exactly. crazy number,
1: yeah, crazy. But the um, the game was marked with with that controversy in I think third or fourth quarter where um, Barry gouged at Oliver's eye whether yeah. that was intentional or unintentional. <laughs> um, Yeah. Good to see him get away with it in the end because it's finals and you don't want to lose someone that's had such a good game going into the prelims. So it's good to see Barry get away with that in the end with a, with a fine. So uh, yeah, I think huge game from the Lions and that they could be the, uh, the team that causes an upset this week and takes it, go straight through into the, into the granny. Um, I'm I'm quite keen to see how it all pans out. I just I I don't want to write off Brizzy because they've done two they've had two good wins in a row.
0: Yeah, like a high scoring team and the midfield's pumping at the right time. So, Mm. just just on the Barry thing, what do you guys reckon? Do you reckon he was acting in self defence, or do you think he, you know, it was like it's it's still like something that you shouldn't be doing, like trying to gouge other opponent. What's your thoughts?
2: I think. I think Barry, he, he was basically pinned down with a elbow or forearm to his yeah. neck. You can't really expect a Blake to do much else other than to like try and rip his face or try and like Get him push him off. Yeah, yeah. so I think it was, I think logic prevailed and they made the right decision. Um, I think Oliver should have been slapped with a fine though mm. for rough conduct. So he got away with that. I think. Yeah, that, that's my opinion. What What do you reckon, Asher?
1: Yeah, no, probably fair shout. I think the outcome in the end was, was the right one in that just, uh, he just got to fine. Like I would be, I would be doing the same thing as Barry, just trying to push the player off me. And the closest thing to Barry at the time was, was Clayton Oliver's face. So <laughs> nice yeah, he's trying to just push the face off, but unfortunately yeah. went for the eye. Um, but yeah, I think it was yeah great dub by Brizzy, but none of us called it actually last week. So we all had Melbourne to take the dubs, but yeah, so now what are we? Two,
0: two, two out of eight
1: Nick's had him for 40 points <laughs> not even quite uh, well, I at least had him for two goals um, so I should take the points I reckon but that's not how it
0: works uh, well
1: boys we're going to get to the end of finals and we're going to have like three out of ten games <laughs> and we call ourselves the experts I think we're going to have to give ourselves some more points here and Maybe this game not the one, but yeah, we're all sitting on two two uh, tips so far. That's that's crazy. We, we actually suck at this tipping thing. I don't know. I don't know how we're half decent super coach, but can't pick a team to win a game.
0: <laughs> so we're player analysis focused. I okay?
2: think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, speaking about um, tipping, we'll um, move on to the Collingwood and Freo game where um, Astro actually got it wrong, <laughs> and um, just <laughs> out it. of his own spite for Collingwood, he tipped so that ended up biting him in the ass. Um, Shiv and I, on the other hand, went for Collingwood, which was quite fruitful for myself and him. But um, yeah, we'll kick things off with the Collingwood and Freo. You see,
0: um, you got the margin correct as well. Do you get an extra point for that? Or
2: I think so. I think that's oh, yeah. points.
0: Yeah, that's I'd take it. expert mate. Yeah, that's I'd why I'm it. the
2: expert. Yeah, I on Collingwood. Would. Yeah, Right. <laughs> 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 wait till my tip for next round. Oh, that mm. hopefully that comes to fruition. But. Um, yeah, what were your thoughts on that game? Quality game um, from an unbiased perspective. Um, Mics, I, yeah. think, I think you're
1: really eager to speak about this. And so maybe you start us off. Yeah. How, how good were Collingwood by uh, not Like Frio?
2: Oh, I loved it. I uh, I reckon um, we should have won by 50 60. Let's yeah. be honest. You we're on missed, top.
1: Yeah, you guys missed semi shots a goal.
2: Peppered everything. I think we started six and zip, six goals straight.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
2: think we went two and 13 or something after. Wow. from that point so if we don't fix that up this week or the week hopefully the week after as well we're in a bit of strife but um yeah I I love seeing um everyone really turn up it was a really team-oriented uh performance um shout out to Jordan Dugowie he's finally becoming the man I thought he would become after 2018 just just when
1: he's about to go to a different club
2: I don't know about that. I think he's got Collingwood written all over him with the tats and um, yeah, very cool. He's reminiscent of um, Dane Swan and um, Dane Beams, just a bit of um, that yeah, that physical look about him. But yeah, I was really happy with how he played. He kicked another goal, twenty-four touches, explosive, ten coaches votes. I could go on and on, but um, I won't. Uh, Crisp, on the other hand, was also really good. He Ran the ball through the middle, provided like a lot of run and carry that he hasn't done in the last back half of the season. I think he started really strong and yeah, he dropped off. So I think for us to go really far with Adams out, Crisp would have to really step it up going forward, which he has this week. So I think that's really good to see. What were your guys' initial thoughts?
0: I think um, you guys played the trademark footy that you've been playing all year, so the stand was there other than like finishing in front of goal you guys covered all other bases and you guys were quick um, on the turnover you you know um, smashed them I think it was more so free just not being up to the mark so I feel like the they didn't play with a lot of heart um, they kept turning the ball over a lot um, they try to be um, more aggressive and you know try to use the corridor a bit more but it didn't seem to work for them because they weren't clean enough, I think. I'm not sure if that was like a, a crowd thing or like, an, you know, just being at the G. Because um, I'm pretty sure Optus is similar dimensions. I'm not sure what the difference is there. I think it's,
2: yeah, it's the same. I think it could be inexperience, experience, right?
0: I think, yeah. I was going to pin it down in an experience. Like maybe it's not ready for, you know, that large of a stage. Um, they came back pretty strong at the end, but I think that was more so out of desperation more than anything. Good to see Mundy kick a goal in his last game. So kudos to him on a um yeah, elite career nineteen years or something, which is just yeah, well. for a footy player. Yeah. And him to play like at a consistently good level all those years is is wild. But yeah, I just think they went up to the mark. Um didn't play well in the forward line. I think you guys defensively just um close them off any balls will come inside fifty. So um, and they weren't just clean enough with it to to you know, beat you guys in the turnover or anything. So that was my consensus. What did you think, Ashray? Watching the game, it was a bloody
1: ripper, wasn't it? No, it was pretty poor, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, Frio liked that that kick mark game and uh, or just like the uncontested mark game. But it just seemed like they had no control throughout the whole whole game. Unfortunately, um, as soon as they hit ground level, uh, I, I remember seeing Noble hit the ground ground ball so well and mentioning it to Nick's just just how good. Um, Noble was playing and I just never I guess really realised Collingwood's so good at ground level, even Nick Dacos, he, the bloke just never fumbles when it hits ground level, so yeah, Nick's just got a smirk on his face here just very happy with any compliment so to bad. young good Nick Dakos. <laughs> I
2: love it, yeah the next coming I reckon, the next king is here.
1: Yeah, he's honestly yeah, like so good um, hopefully he can keep it up next year because second year Blues is a real thing unfortunately and a lot of players, struggle. a lot of people, struggle, players struggle from it. So, um, yeah, hopefully you can keep it up next year. I think if there's anyone to keep it up, it'll be him. But then again, you thought Matt Rowell would be second year gun. I picked him up at SuperCoach when it happened, and did, has done bugger all for two years now. So, um, things happen. Um, but yeah, Nick Dakos is something special. So yeah, Nick, you mentioned that what I I tipped Frio. Unfortunately, I thought this one would be the game that I'd. I take the lead, but it's actually gone the other way. So I'm sitting on two still. Shiv, you're on three for getting that one right. Hats off to you, mate. Um, mm-hmm. And Nick's mate, you you got the score uh, the and the line. Sorry, you got the team and the line right. So we'll give you an extra point for that. Um, I love it. I love yeah, the sympathy so, point. <laughs> yeah, so you're sitting on four. So that's crazy. I don't think we're going to be able to catch you, to be honest, because like <laughs> we're not going to be able to get. A, we can barely tip, We can barely tip the team right, and um uh and, and we're never gonna get the line right because it's bloody footy. Um so I think it, we could <laughs> probably crown you right now, to be
0: honest.
1: But uh yeah, so Nick's you're up on four four points, mate. That's that's crazy. Um we did have two teams finish up for the season, uh, Melbourne and Frio after those two losses. So maybe let's go again and uh see what they did well this season. Um I guess, who their best young player was, who their MVP was, and where we think they're going to finish next year. Just the usual. Um, Shiverpats, what do you reckon, mate? Let's go for Melbourne to start. Who do you reckon is the best young player and who's their MVP?
0: Yeah, I know you were thinking Luke Jackson. And I was... Like, I think that's a given, like, the past few years. I was trying to think of anyone else, but I don't think there is. Other than maybe Cozzy Pickett, but he's not as consistent. Mm. Um, Saying that the Luke Jackson hasn't really been as consistent the whole year, too. So, um, mm. I think Petty maybe is another one. He's pretty young. Um, he's played a pretty good role for the across the year. So, I chunk a few names up there. I think Petty's been probably more consistent than the other two. Um, they've had a lot of downfall, I think, in like all the young players that did well last year, like Trent Rivers and stuff. So, yeah, Luke Jackson probably like in terms of commodity and value, is probably like their best young player. MVP, I think, unanimously would probably all say. Clary, and then a close second will be gone.
1: Yeah, put Petrarca up there too.
0: Yeah, Petrarca as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably those three. Um, but Clary's a brother smoky this year. Just week in, week out, gets it done. Mm. Uh, I think
2: yeah. shout out to Brayshaw as well. He had a good back half. That's true. I think it was, yeah. yeah, did pretty
0: well. Got a big yeah. contract as well, staying at Melbourne. Mm. Um, yeah, both those brothers had pretty good years, yeah. actually. So.
1: Honestly, it was a disappointing year for Melbourne. Going from 10 and zip to start the year to, to bottom out of finals in straight sets, uh, really disappointing. And comparing their stats from the first half when they were 10 and zip to uh, afterwards, um, initially, I guess I think their, def- their defence really broke down in the second half of the year. They initially averaged eighty 60 points against, and, and then end of the year, uh, sorry, the second half of the year was up at 80 points, which is... Bit concerning, no, seeing that they've got a pretty stacked defensive half with May, Lever, Petty, um, Hibbard. So it's clearly a structure issue or something. So maybe the midfield's not defending well enough. Um, and then their ball movement also struggled in the second half of the year. Uh, they couldn't move the ball from D50 to inside 50 as often as they could. At the start of the year, they were ranked number one to start the season. Uh, after after the first ten games, sorry, and then dropped uh, drop to uh, to number sixteen um, from round eleven onwards. So, jeez, yeah, yeah really? so, that's yeah. a big stat. Yeah, so it's just they struggled like uh, all all over the ground really, and that from going ten and zip. I think they ended up uh, sixteen and uh, sixteen and eight or something or. Sixteen and eight, including finals, I think. Something like that. So they they really struggled in the second half of the year, which was concerning. Um, maybe they've just become a bit bit too selfish as a team last year. The way they won was having that team first mentality, always passing it off to the, the person who's in the best position to take a shot at goal or or pass it to the next person. And it seems like they may have missed that this year. As a result, I like I would say top four because they've just got such a good list. But I think they are gonna. I wouldn't be surprised if they slip to, to outside of the four. Um, yeah, probably easy to say that after they've lost two two finals in a row. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna predict a fifth to eighth finish. I still think they they're good enough to make finals easily, uh, but they may slip from the four. What do you boys think?
2: I'm um, I'm still I think they they'll be top four next year. Yeah, I, I think their their best is good enough to beat anyone. We've seen it time and time again. They take a good strong lead and just um, they just drop off and from the second half onwards. So I think if they patch that up, um, Tom McDonald was also a huge loss. I think bringing him back will change a lot of the din- forward dynamic. They have a young key forward called uh, Jacob Van Ruyen, I think, and he'll come in and actually hopefully. Um, really help with their forward setup because I think that's what's really um, affected how they've played so I think having a really good key strong forward to clunk marks and um, just act as the presence would go a long way so and they're, they're so talented they're stacked everywhere they're, mm. they're probably the most um, outside of Geelong they're probably the most um, balanced team um, in the league so I think the top four finish is definitely plausible and possible. So yeah. that's what I think. Um, what do you think, Shoot?
0: Yeah, I think I'd say if we top four as well, the list is pretty good. I'm just going to quickly ask, what do you guys reckon uh, on Ben Brown? Do you reckon he's probably one of one of the more overrated players in the league or do you reckon he's just probably in bad form at the moment?
1: I wouldn't say he's overrated. I think, if yeah, if anything, he's, uh, he's underrated just because he got traded for a fourth-round pick or – yeah, I think it was a fourth round pick, and he comes across and still kicks bags every now and again. So, yeah, he probably yeah he's he's probably still one of the the he's got the potential to be a, a premier forward of the game. Uh, yeah, it's just if his knee holds up and if he can hit four more consistently. But I think he had four years of sixty plus goals consistently, which is which is crazy. So, yeah, I think if anything, he's underrated at the moment, not overrated.
0: Yeah, so maybe it's a question of his work ethic then people were just criticising that he probably didn't do it enough in the finals given yeah. that he needed to stop Team when T-Mac was, wasn't there. So, yeah, maybe it's a work ethic thing. Do you think the same, Nick? So do you I think play? his
2: body's cooked. Uh, I think yeah, he's maybe. close to 30. He's got a degenerative knee. Um, For a key forward that's not very athletic these days, Um, I think he's probably, yeah, he doesn't have many years left. I think he's a solid player. I'd be happy with him at Collingwood because we need a leading forward. But, yeah, I think he's not as good as he was. So he's rated like how he should be, I think. Nothing. He's not overrated or underrated. He's rated just right. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: rated like, correctly.
1: What's yeah. that? Uh, the, uh,
0: the Goldilocks? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Uh,
1: so yeah, maybe maybe let's move on to Frio then. Um, <clears throat> Shiv, who do you reckon is their best young player and their MVP?
0: Um, I'm going to say best young player is Caleb Song yep. I picked up in the draft when no one else picked him up. I think we'll be halfway through the season and yeah,
1: uh, probably that's probably. I think what you come right like, in Super right in front, last, fourth last. <laughs>
0: Let's oh, not, not talk about my season. That doesn't say a lot. Though. Draft is based on luck. Like, uh, let's not get into that. Um, it's,
1: more, it's more strategy than it This is. is about
0: free match, but not my draft season. Excuse me. But yeah, best young player, I reckon. Sarong was up there um, and he showed in the finals that he's probably a good prospect for them moving forward. Um, racked up the disposal. I think yeah, they disposed in both games. So, uh, shining light for them. And they have a few young players as well. Or some, I think, players that have I've just thought of random players that I never considered before, like Sutowski and Schultz, um, who you know were pretty good. I'm not sure how young they are, or maybe they're older. Not too sure, but yeah, just a quick shout out to them. MVP, uh, Brayshaw, probably by a mile. Unless you guys think there's anyone else, maybe a few honourable mentions, but
2: I think Alex Alex Pierce is honourable mention, but no one came close to Brayshaw. Yeah. I think he won like um, the coaches, oh no, the players award. Best player, right? This season, oh, the yeah. AFL. This is it the yeah, AFL
0: coaches one or the players
2: one? The players' association. Oh, I think he, he won. Yeah, he was voted by his peers as the best player in the league. So, I think that speaks volumes of the type of player he is. and yeah. Considering he got um King hit a couple of years ago, lost basically his jaw to come back and be um one of the what premier about? midfielders in the competition speaks volumes of the type of player he is. But um yeah, yeah that's, that's
0: Well, things like three or something,
2: three, yeah, three,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and then, I think, yeah, just just that feeding into what went right for them. I think their midfield is young and you know, performed really well. Um, they lost to Adam, is it Chera? Yeah, Adam Chera, but they still have a lot of depth there, still. Um, and yeah, Brayshaw's probably one of the best two way midfielders, I reckon. Like, even, um, when you know, just like doesn't have the ball, he's still like chasing people and putting pressure on the other other midfielders so that's probably a good sign for them and the other thing I was going to say as well is that they finished I think 11th last year so to finish was it four fifth
1: yeah I Um, think it was fifth
0: fifth yeah which is which is a testament to what they've been building there and also uh, John Wong doing doing his work there so Mm. yeah good stuff
1: I think uh, I also read that if luke jackson gets to frio they're thinking of playing him in the midfield
0: yeah I saw that article, yeah. That's- <laughs> and that blew
1: my mind i was like imagine a 200 centimeter dude playing on ball like how do you That's stop something guy, like baby. that does he like get it it a bit different is, is, is he like a ruck though
0: he's not as like as big as like a physical presence but compared to luke he, jackson
1: but like he's 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 a tap he, he taps it down if he doesn't tap it he's good at ground level is that what you're saying
0: yeah, he's he's, he's one ninety yeah. eight. He's yeah. not he's not as good as Luke Jackson for ground like level. Yeah.
1: but this imagine but having Luke Shot Darcy yeah. tapping it to Luke Jackson.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they tried that this year as well. I think in the final before they had Lob and Darcy both at the clearances, and yeah, Lob wow. sometimes would go in the ruck and Darcy would be there. So yeah. I think they were they were trying to test it and see if it works. But Luke Jackson really be much more agile than them too. So yeah. Luke he plays like a midfield well. oh,
1: <laughs> Ridiculous. We Lord. Patty Cripps um at 195. Imagine a 200 centimeter bloke. Like oh, Nick, is, Cox, <laughs> Nick Cox, actually. Nick Cox.
2: Who is that man? <laughs> I haven't heard his name in a minute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Second year blues, bro. There it is.
0: <laughs> Nick <laughs> Cox is lanky as bro. He's nowhere near the same as Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Can I put him in the same sentence? <laughs>
1: yeah, he's like two, three years younger than him, so. Yeah,
0: is he still has he built some muscle yet or is he injured?
1: No, nah, he's he's like 95 kilos. So he's just, I think that's just his body shape, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. 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 But not no, similar to Luke Jackson, right? If like you wouldn't throw him me. in the ruck, would you?
1: Trust you to body shame someone, bro. That's so a
0: Who's <laughs> <He's> body shaming?
1: <laughs> Saying he's lanky.
0: What do you mean? <laughs> he's, not body me. shaming. he's lanky. It's a positive thing, mate. It's good for playing on the wing. Mm. I remember you said he was the best kick in the draft or something. No, 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 no. no kicked no. from both feet.
1: That he, he can't kick both feet, but yeah. Zach Reid is probably a better kick. Oh, Zach Reid,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, all these boys, like, they're still pretty young, right? So then he built some muscle, but you can't chuck Nick Cox in the ruck. Right?
1: <laughs> no, he played Ruck in his fourth fourth game last year uh, against Sydney. And that's when he got his he was just about to get rising stun on. He's Toro mm. centimeters, he's a big yeah. boy. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. the game he kicked a goal on his left boot running inside 50? And yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the game he played Ruck, um, yeah. I don't know what the
0: correlation there is to his rough performance, but
1: I don't
0: know what the correlation there is to his rough performance. You just yeah. point out a goal randomly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that game was a highlight, so I just had to uh. mention it, you know. How <laughs> will <laughs> uh, weave that
0: story in there. <laughs>
1: how, Bro, trust How have we got to Essendon again? Like, is that also, you, you want to That's all you want to talk about, Essendon. <laughs> I understand they're a good side. Like, just relax
0: a bit. Yeah, what went wrong
1: actually for Fremantle? Um, honestly, I don't think much did. They had a really good year. Uh, uh, Agree.
0: Experience.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, they, yeah, honestly, even their forward lines pretty pretty strong with Amos coming in. Um, lob. Ideally, you have someone that's a bit more, uh, yeah, I guess game ready, AFL ready. Not like Jai Amos, but you just got you got to develop your youngsters anyway and i think diamess is going to be a gun eventually so the forward line is a bit lacking the defence is pretty stacked with pierce and when logs down there it's pretty good too. Cox. yeah so there's they've got they've got a good defence great midfield um just yeah a couple holes that need to be filled in fr- uh, in the forward line and i think lob leaving will not help but luke jackson coming in will so but luke jackson i don't think is the greatest uh forward to be honest but, yeah, what do you boys think?
2: Yeah, I'm excited for them. I think they've got their ceilings so high. They've got uh, young guns all over the park. Their midfield's absolutely stacked with two of the quality mi- young midfielders in the game. Their backline is really, really strong with Hayden mm-hmm. Young, uh, Heath Chapman, Tucker, Logie if he stays, um, and a couple of other blokes. Um, what's his name? The guy <laughs> yeah. who. Walker, yeah, Walker. But he had
0: a poor game.
2: Yeah, he had a forgetful one, but um, I think they'll in the long run it will probably pay off, help him out. I reckon those sort of games, and the experience they got from the two finals they played will go a long way to how they perform going forward. So, yeah, I'm very bullish on this squad. I think they could go top four if they get Jackson and um, if Jai Miss does well next season and Five coming back. Sky's really the limit for that team. Um, I really like. I, agree, yeah. I really like them. Um, shout out to Justin Longmoyer. He, he orchestrated the current Collingwood um defense. So, what oh, did he?
0: Like
1: Frio.
2: Yeah, the Frio coach. He used to be Collingwood's backline coach, so that's why we're pretty strong defensively. It's because of him. So nice. Always supporting. Yeah. All right.
0: Justin Longmire. Right. Yeah. I said John Longmire before. I think. I think it's Longmire.
1: Osmond yeah, Muir. Long, uh, yeah. Like, you, you,
0: like, yeah I was completely wrong. I was just Sydney a coach. Longwire. <laughs> I was like, the fuck is this? how do you pronounce the Sydney coach? Is he yeah, long? Long-Mire. He's longwire. Yeah, he's long- yeah, so I just said Sydney's.
1: Uh, Quagmire, was... bro. Just a Quagmire. Quagmire. All right. All right. Should... Yeah. <laughs> this is probably what we've all been waiting for. Let's discuss the games that are going to start this weekend. Probably the best games of the finals so far, I reckon. Sydney, Collingwood, that will be huge with Sydney on winning eight on the trot, but not having played. They've only played one game in the last three weeks. Um, and Collingwood have won, I think, two of their last 13 or something. Sorry, have lost two of their last 13 or something like that. So they're in cracking form too. But one of the teams they actually lost against was Sydney up at the SCG just a few weeks back. So, Nick's. I, I know you probably want to use the excuse that quite a few people were sick um, that game, and that's why you guys lost. But
0: deferred the game.
1: Yeah. Do do you, do you really think that was the reason, or do you think Sydney just showed up and out pressured you guys to to take the Dubs out that, that game? Oh, I think that was a major reason. I'm just saying, this um,
2: flu was a big part of it. I haven't seen you get up for, after the flu anytime. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so <laughs> expecting a professional footballer to do that is a big art. But yeah, um, yeah seeing how Darcy Moore played last week with, after coming back from the flu, um, it probably shouldn't be an excuse, to be honest. But Jordan Goey was missing, Adams was missing. So having Goey back in scintillating form. Scintillating? scintillating. Yeah, scintillating form. I'm <laughs> expecting a very tight game. I'm excited to see what happens. I think... A really um, important fact is every time a monarch has passed away, <laughs> the pies are made of granny. So, so twice, I'm not time. uh, five, time, times, so yeah. five times, actually. Five
1: times. There's been yeah. five deaths in like 150 years. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, probably in the last 100. So, any monarch, I think like Denmark, whatnot, or those countries.
1: Ah, uh, fair enough. I yeah. thought it was just the queen. I think like, the, yeah.
2: the queen's mum or whoever it was before, yeah. the queen's dad. That brother, that brother. Um, when he passed away, <laughs> that brother. <laughs> when he passed away, calling run Granny. So it's looking yeah. pretty good. When the English monarch dies, calling tend to win. So hopefully it sticks up. But, um, <laughs> what What is some? <laughs> uh, not not the monarch dying. <laughs> not the monarch dying. Monarchs already dead. It's not like <laughs> I can do anything about it. The same. Making the positive. Making a positive out of the negative. There.
1: Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Hopefully hopefully they get to the granny mate, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, else oh, this, oh. this stat you just told us for the last two minutes would just get waste it wasted. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Got a good Sega laugh out yeah. of it, so I yeah. think that's all right. Yeah.
1: But I'm excited because um Buddy had a quiet one in the qualifying final week one. Didn't kick a goal and Moore's been up and about, so I'd assume Moore's going to get to Buddy, but it's rare that you see Buddy have two goalless games in a row. So... I wouldn't be surprised if he pulls out something special um, and yeah, take, I think he's, I think he's second at the moment for goals kicked in finals. Um, and I think he'll be up up at number one if he does have a good game and kick a couple more. So I'm excited for that matchup. I do think somebody needs to get to Jordan Dugowie. Last time they sent Clark over to Nick Dacos to restrict him. Hats off to Nick Dacos for copying a tag in his first season. Says a lot. Um, But are they going to send Clark to to Dugowie or are they going to send Robotum to Dugowie to to nullify him there? We'll have to wait and see.
0: I've been a bit of an alternative take here. So with Buddy, I reckon what he could also do is mitigate what impact Moore would have. And I think this is kind of what happened with Moore and uh, Tom Hawkins as well. Because initially it felt like, oh yeah, Moore just kind of blanketed uh, Hawkins throughout that game. But you could also consider the fact that Hawkins, by, you know, forcing more to play and then takes more kind of out of the game at times. So the same thing could happen here where if Buddy is, you know, being handled by more, it means that there's other forwards in Sydney's uh, forward line that could then, you know, um, jump at the ball, attack the ball and be a bit more free. So it's like even if Buddy has a quiet game, he's playing a role in a way um, and still being impactful. Um, So, yeah, that could also happen there because if you can hold more down, even if you're not impacting the footy, I think it's a big win for Sydney because more, I think, peels off a lot, I think, as every other kind of defender does. So that could be um, a bit of an influence on the game.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I was watching a couple of videos from other fellow experts um, in the media, and um, <laughs> they were mentioning how we'd probably play a more of a shorter defender, either Murphy or How and Buddy, because I think how... Um, Moore's attacking game is so important for all the um goals we kick. I think a lot of the scoring chains is started from our back half by him. Yeah. So I think him being able to intercept and play that rebounding halfback role would probably be more beneficial than locking down Buddy. Because I think Buddy, yeah, as you mentioned, will probably shut down our best defender and allow either Logan McDonald, Sam Reid. Papley and the other guys to get off the hook, which is probably what Collingwood doesn't want. Um, I think last time we played, there was a lot of – we were suffocated, as Ashray was mentioning before. And I think um, if they bring that pressure again, we'll be in a bit of trouble. But it looked like the boys were down and flat last time we played. So if we bring a similar sort of um, pressure we have the past few weeks, it'll be a really, really um, contested – Scintillating,
0: yeah.
2: Scintillating game. Um, I think they're well stacked all over the ground. We're a bit more backline heavy than most other teams, but it could work in our favour. But the SCG is quite a small ground. I think it's five to ten metres shorter width-wise. So our game is really based upon just attacking the middle. And if they um, block the middle, we're in a bit of trouble. But... Yeah, that's, that's my input on that. Yeah. What do you boys think where the game will be lost after?
1: Um, your last time they played, yeah, as you mentioned, they really nullified Collingwood's scoring. Um, and I think it was their lowest score of the season. Uh, and Collingwood's not a high-scoring team in general, so they must have really clamped them down. It, it'll probably just come back to, to your ball movement and if if you guys will be able to move it end-to-end, end, like you mentioned, from D50 to, to inside 50 to kick a goal. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping Sydney get up um, just because, yeah, ideally Collingwood don't get to a granny. Um, clearly, all I want is to for that stat to be broken. Every time a Monarch has passed, Collingwood has made a granny. Make sure that doesn't happen this
0: time. Oh, I've got a stat for you. So, um, like, yeah, what Nick said, the, he, the Monarch thing, does make sense. But the last time a monarch died, long also won the flag. Collingwood didn't make the granny, but I think Zhuang won a flag, which is nineteen fifty-two. The last time Zhuang won a flag in an even year, um, was the same year, nineteen fifty two, where a monarch died, and they defeated yeah, defeated Collingwood in the grand final uh-huh. after beating them in the first week of the finals.
1: Wow. Jeez, yeah. so, <laughs> that is a stat and a half. Oh. Is right. actually very itself. Nice. Um, yeah.
0: That Could
1: is be... that's I, I like that stat. I'll take that one. <laughs> <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> So yeah I guess I guess that means Collingwood's going to win and yeah, my, my tip, tip is Yeah my tip was to go for <laughs> Sydney but I'm like maybe I change it now I want to
0: jinx it I want to jinx it so Too
1: many it. things pointing in that direction expert analysis right yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right so what do we think is who's, who's actually going to win this game um clearly the monarch dying is going to play a big role in how they perform on field um but yeah <laughs> let's Let's, uh, I'm gonna say Sydney by two goals up up at the SCJ, so it's gonna be tough for them to lose. Um, Nick, what are you thinking? Five by six, I reckon, by goal,
2: another
1: okay. kind of nail biter. Nice, nice. Shiv is being indecisive. What are you <laughs> figuring out? So
0: uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be an elite game. Uh, yeah. The pressure's gonna be off the charts, I reckon. Because Sydney's pressure in that first collie was um, up there, it's one yeah. of the best pressures I've seen this year. I'm going to tip Pies by two points, and I'm I'm partially hedging here because if Pies win, then obviously I get the tipping points. Uh, but if Pies lose, I'm happy to see I'm happy to see them lose essentially. Yeah, um, <laughs> hedge your emotions. <laughs> and um, no, Sydney it. Sydney's probably is the better, better team, so I reckon they do deserve going to the granny. And um, it would be nice to go to the granny final without all the Pies fans because um, they're annoyed. So if we make <laughs> oh, the granny against nice. Sydney. Um, it'd be easy to get a ticket as well, too. So there's just a lot of benefits there, just rationally.
1: Are you going to get to the granny <laughs> if you get tickets, Shiv?
0: Uh, I will try my best to get tickets, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Hopefully, yeah,
1: you, you just need to be as decisive as you can. Like, no, no, like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> hopefully. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah, for the viewers but, listening, we try to get tickets for the pre well, um on Friday. Happened. And um, yeah, Shiv, Shiv managed to actually get through and um, cut nine tickets for us. Uh, um, and he had seven minutes to put the payment through.
0: No, I need two or three minutes. Oh, uh, I don't know, about, <laughs> it's even it's two or three, it's because totally you're twiddling, fingers fingers for, it's cause cause you're twiddling your fingers for four minutes, bro. <laughs>
2: and you were just like, We it's were, like, I had what? five tabs
0: <laughs> open, I'd know which one refresh. <laughs> that was my fault.
2: Well, four minutes is ample time to put your card details in at Best Buy. Um. Yeah, and, from, and we get a message the in the group chat. He's like, motherfucker, like, <laughs> what did you do? And he's like, oh, we, <laughs> I've, 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 I've lost the tickets. And we're like, what the fuck, bro?
1: Bloody shit.
0: Like... But no, uh, it, it all turned out well. Uh, fate I should, fate yeah. had it that we'd get better tickets because um, I let go of the ones that we had, which are up in the stands. And it's going to be a cold day as well. So um, we're going to stay close to the ground and... Where's the ticket snakes? Level one wing, was it?
2: Yeah, near the wing. So. Ooh, level one. I think nice. Shiv, Shiv did a 3,000 IQ play. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I foreshadowed everything. Nostradamus I'm, over uh, here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of the bigger picture. You guys yeah, you guys got caught up in the present moment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, talk, talking about this this weekend's game, Ge- Geelong v Brizzy. Dark horses, to be honest. Brizzy, you must be a bit worried, Shiv. I know Geelong is a good side, but Brizzy have been performing quite well. Are you... I guess, worried at all with, with Neil popping off, Charlie Cameron, Eric Hippwood also having good games, Joe Danaher potentially coming back into the side. Is, is that a worry for you at all?
0: Um, it, I guess their form is a worry, and they've also had more match time as well uh, in the yep. past two weeks. So I think that does probably play a factor. We are playing at Melbourne, uh, not at the Gabba, and we've kind of had their number, but we've always had close games. So I think this could also be a close game as well. I'm not going to discount that. But I think we've versed him in round four early this year and that was a nail-biter. But I think we've come a long way as a team since then. So um, it'll really depend. I think we need to shut down Neil. Like if Neil runs around and gets 30, 35 disposals, then it's obviously going to be a bit dangerous. But I think if we can shut him down um, and play the game on our terms, then we have a good chance. And I think our four line was probably pretty well. I think um, Brisbane's defense is been not as good as Collingwood's defense. Um, so I'd hope we have the number um, in that space against them. Mm. Um, but yeah, we have to, we have to shut them down in the engine room. So yeah. That's I, I think be a challenge.
1: I kind of went to Neil last time you guys met and Neil still yeah, picked up 30. Um, so yeah, I must, he he must game. yeah, he must have like eased up on the tag. Halfway through the game, or something, or a kind of just shit, um, one or the other, <laughs> but you, you picked up 30 touches still, so it's still a pretty big worry. Even if you send a, a tagger to him, he's the bloke that just runs around all day, he breaks, yeah. He yeah. breaks that
0: because I know he had an issue with taggers, I think, two or three years ago, and I think he just worked his way through and he just knows yeah. how to influence the game. If there's a tagger, so he's probably one of the hardest working midfielders mm. in the league, I reckon. So, attachment oh. to that, but. Yeah, we got to find a way to shut him down. I think if we shut down other people around him, then obviously Neil can't do everything by himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just hope our young players all have Ripper games and mm. hoping they do. It'll be a really weird game because it'll be a wet game too. So yeah,
1: your young players probably twenty-seven.
0: What do you mean, mate? <laughs> There's so many young players. Max Holmes, Sam Daccone. <laughs> yeah. Fair.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: You, you, <laughs> yeah, I named two time,
2: players. Mate?
0: Is there anyone Just... else under 27, right? Under 27? Yeah, there's plenty of, you, plenty of oh, them there. yeah. Atkins is probably... He's a play. Oh, Atkins is... Atkins is probably the Pally 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of them are in their prime. The moment, so you got to uh, give it to that. Zach Guthrie is also there. He's also a young true. player. Um, Henry. I've named like seven players now. use like <laughs> <they laughs> yeah, yeah, the same. i have like seven. There's like <laughs> seven there kind of the same point. joke like six years in a row. <laughs> Nothing changes and with then, the and list. So i think we continue also continue using We're getting, us getting young players as well. Like, oh, all of the Henry's going to go to Geelong and all these players are going to go to Geelong. I was so talking about everything. i like, never said anything about Henry. I'm saying the general consensus uh, is that. Uh, yeah, there's it's a lot of, of pain there. Can't do much, mate. Right? Geelong Falcons is a factory and they just can't keep on that. That's not my problem.
1: Yeah, they've actually got a huge territory. Like, they pretty much have all the surf coast as yeah. their, their area. So, They have so many players to pick from, unfortunately. And Melbourne, is just all bloody metro. Like all the other eight or nine Victorian teams have like a select few places they could pick from in in Victoria. Yeah. Yeah, So Geelong has got it good in many ways. Um, But yeah, SNN has got some uh, uh, like a a zone up in the TV Islands, which is pretty cool
2: in Northern Territory.
1: Is that only for or something? Yeah, like it, they're like NGA will go through there. Like if oh, okay. we have like priority pick over people in that zone, oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think Colin would have something similar, but I just don't know where. I think in Darwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty no. smart. Mm. Um, so what do we reckon, guys? Like, it's gonna be a, a good game. Like honestly, I do think Geelong is gonna take the Dubs. Um, but I would yeah. love to see Brizzy and Sydney in a Granny. Like, that will be exciting. Um, two teams that haven't been there in a while. Uh, Collingwood, when was yeah, 20, Oh, yeah, 2018. That was a pretty good game too, to be honest. Like
0: That was an elite game, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I was actually That's at the Oval good. today.
1: I was at the Oval today during work, um, and I was in the same pocket, like same <laughs> area that Dom Sheed was in when he kicked the goal to win the game. Um, and I actually slotted it, uh, which is crazy. <laughs> and I was like, but I was on the right foot Had a lot of wind going for me, and just popped it on um, the the furthest post, and it just swung back, and it was just a great great kick. You hoping for a rookie contract with Essendon? uh, No, I've spoken to a few clubs, but they just this. I'm I'm telling them that I want to work in finance, and I'm going to stick away from sport
0: just because. Because that's believable.
1: Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. If you don't (laughs) want to believe me,
0: bro, that's all right. You're saying you're gonna work in finance <laughs> to play for a footy club. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Lives and breeds footy, but now you work in finance, you okay. <laughs> anyway, I like how you finesse your, your your moment. Yeah. Um,
1: oh, I actually haven't fun. no, I haven't got to the main part yet, actually. So Oh, that's
0: not the whole story, is it? Uh, I
1: had like I was taking snaps I was taking snaps all day. And I, I hit like an elite snap from like thirty meters out. Um like like thirty on the in the far pocket, thirty meters out, um, and just bent so beautifully, and it just reminded me of like Charlie Cameron a little bit, um, yeah, just like the finesse in the kick, um, so yeah, that that was. So that, if I
0: yeah. if I had to make your bio here, um, yeah. and I had to compare you, imagine I was doing a scanning report. Yeah. What <laughs> players do I list here as um players <laughs> that you kind of would take? I think. Uh, take up
1: and- yeah, I think uh, Connor Rosie. A little bit. Oh, uh, I've got a bit of Conor Rosie about me, just like speed, um, yeah, contested ball, love, yeah, and and has a great shot at goal. Um, oh, okay. And I reckon a bit of Paddy Cripps, too, to be honest. And there's also a bit of Max Gorn in there. Um, uh, so, yeah, there's <laughs> yeah, a, a bit of everything, to be honest. That's
0: like good in the elite <laughs> I'm about you mate.
1: Uh, now, nah, well, we're, you're you're really distracting us today, Shiv. Like you, all you want to talk about is me. So let's get back to <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get back to the game at hand. Brizzy Geelong, w- where is this game going to be won and lost?
0: I just to say um, in two words: Jeremy Cameron and Tom. Oh, two names. Lee, two names: Jeremy Cameron and Tom Atkins. Watch out for them too.
1: Okay, nice weekend. Yeah, they're going to clearly have shit shit weekends because you just jinxed him.
0: Mate, um, they're superstars. <laughs> no one's superstar. going to jinx him. Superstar.
1: It's like you with your sunnies. You know, like the sunnies <laughs> you wear. You're like, you look like superstar BJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jay, nice.
0: man, I appreciate the comfort. <laughs> nice. Nearly as good as your foot. <laughs> Charlie <laughs> Cameron skills apparently. fan. Yeah, <laughs> talent, talent. What are your um, techniques? Uh, you wanted to do
2: Tipping superstar
0: attacking and
2: defense. Three week. words, bro attacking, defense, Come
1: on. There's a comma yeah.
0: attacking
1: and defense. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, nice. So, what are our tips and lads? Um,
0: uh, I'm Geelong, gonna though?
1: go for Geelong. Yeah, I'm gonna go for Geelong by two goals, Nick's 20 points yeah, I'm say for points.
2: Geelong. Whoa, built up that. you yeah. she talked <laughs> over me, so had no effect
0: whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, it's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll say 15 points, but the, the margin doesn't matter here. I reckon I'm just happy to see him get into it. There and finally, yeah,
1: 15 points that's exciting. Um, we're sitting at what two tips to me, three to you, Shiv, four to Unix. Um, I'm tipping Sydney this week, and I think that's where I'm going to come back into this, or I'm going to get further pushed out, and I'm going to lose this competition altogether, but maybe it's time we figure out what the award is for the person who who comes first in this little expert couch potatoes tipping competition we've got going on. How about oh, the loser take something, the person dead lower?
2: Uh, yeah. I reckon, what do you what do you reckon? So like, I can swallow a raw egg. Wow.
1: Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm not even taking this tipping seriously. I'm oh, just Too hedging bad. Bets. Too this is getting proper serious <laughs> yeah. now. egg free
2: protein, bad? brother.
0: Free protein. I can
1: tell mm. you. Yeah, Shiv, I think you'd love protein. So I'm, I'm all we- for this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm for it too. Yeah, Shiv, what about you?
0: What are we doing? Just sawing an egg?
1: Yeah, oh, raw egg. We can okay. post it on our socials for people to see.
0: You know, yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know why this is the award or the. It's like the um, what's the award in the league? The TV show, best comes last. She,
1: so... come... oh no, that's... Uh, it's
0: like Roxanne Squared or something. Oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, not that. So Please. Shiv, you're going to be swallowing an, an egg. So mentally prepare yourself over the next couple of weeks. Mind me,
0: it's not even done yet, mate. There's still yeah. three games like, away this season. dead last? Anyway? <laughs> Two right now, mate.
1: Shit, mate, I control the tipping. So like one day I can just change it around and be like, I'm first, lads. And you're going to have to follow follow suit
0: and listen to me. There's like r- recorded proof. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're going to change it. But at the end of man. <laughs> yeah,
1: well... Another exciting week of expert catch potatoes then. Um, we, we still suck at tipping teams to win, um, but there's some progress. Nick, you're doing well, mate. Hats off to you. Thank you. Um, thank you. And hopefully we see Collingwood lose and uh, Geelong also lose to, to have a non-Vic granny, which I haven't seen in a while. So I'm quite excited. Um, and what, next week we'll all get together uh, have a few snags, have a few beers and watch the footy together, which will be exciting. Um, but, yeah, it's it's going to be a good couple of weeks for us here at the Expert Couch Potatoes. I'm sad that I, I'm not coming to the Geelong-Brisbane game now that I think about it. Uh, but hopefully um, it's a it's a shit game and Geelong get pumped, just like last year's prelims, actually. So what was that, a 70-point dub, was it? It's probably because a Monarch <laughs> didn't die last year. Yeah. <laughs> So. <laughs> Maybe if I'm on after i you guys would have won.
0: i oh, are um, playing different footy this year. It's different. yeah, it feels
1: different. Fair enough. It's probably I what you've been uh, saying for the past.
0: I have you. not said that at all. No, <laughs> this is the year I've said it's different.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sure fair, enough. Right. fair enough. All right. So, um, thanks everyone for listening to what was uh, an enjoyable session. Um, and we will be back again next week with uh, a quick recap of the games that just passed uh, and we'll be previewing uh, previewing the most significant game of the season the granny so get excited for that and I'm, I'm excited for trade season because the bombers have been out for a while so get keen for some trade talk eventually too lads um ashtrays checking out. Good job. good kind of